ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತ್ಯೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರುತಿಸ್ಮೃತಿಪುರಾಣಲಯ ಕರುಣಾಲಯ ನಮಿ ಭಗವತ್ಪಾದಶಂಕರೋಕಶಂಕರ ಸಮಸ್ತಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ದೇವ ಸದ್ಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿದ್ವರ ಮೂಕಂಕರೋತಿಘಯತೆ ಗಿರಿ ಯತ್ಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವ ಶಲ್ ವಿ ರೀಡ್ ದ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟೆಡ್ ಎಸ್ಟಡೇ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಮೂವ್ ಫಾರ್ವರ್ಡ್ ವಿಲ್ ರೀಡ್ ಟುಗೆದರ್ ಸಮಯೋದೇಹ ಸೂಕ್ಷ್ಮ ಸ್ಯಾಸನಾಮಯ ಜ್ಞಾನಕರ್ಮೇಂದ್ರಿಯೈಸಾರ್ಧರೀರಘೋ ಅಜ್ಞಾನ ಕಾರಣ ಸಾಕ್ಷೀ ಬೋಧಸ್ತಾಸಕ ಬೋಧಾಭಾಸೋ ಬುಧಿಗತ ಕರ್ತ ಸ್ಯಾತ್ಪುಣ್ಯಪಾಪಯೋಸರೆ ಕರ್ಮ ವಶಾಲೋಕದ್ವೇ ಸದಾ ಬೋಧಾಭಾಸಾಕ್ಷುಬೋಧಂ ವಿವಿಚ್ಯಾತ್ಯತ್ನತ ಜಾಗರಸ್ವಪ್ನೋರೇವ ಬೋಧಾಭಾಸವಿಡಂಬಣ ಸುಪ್ತೌ ತು ತಲ್ಲುದ್ಧ ಬೋಧೋ ಜಾಡ್ಯಂ ಪ್ರಕಾಶೇತ್ ಸೊ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಆದಿಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಗೋಸ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಬೈ ಫಸ್ಟ್ showing the upadis stula upadi which is the deha sukshma upadi which is the mind and the other limbs of the subtle body mind intellect panchaknyanindriya panchakarmindriya panchaprana and then goes on to mention the karana sharira agnyana and the purpose of mentioning this prakriya of stula sukshma karana is to bring to our attention the self which is sakshi which is bodhaswarupa which illumines the stula sukshma and karana sharira vibhasakah so once the self is indicated the present comprehension of the self is brought to our attention the present comprehension that we have about the self is brought to our attention what is that that is what is the bodha bhasa the self is bodha but the present understanding of our self the jiva is not actually bodha is not the true consciousness but that is only bodhabhasa why do you say it is bodhabhasa bodha knowledge consciousness abhasa appearance why do you say that we say that it is bodhabhasa because it is something which appears at the level of the buddhi level of the upadi it's not the truth because it is it is a slipped consciousness it is consciousness which has 
which is appearing it is you who are appearing at the level of the buddhi buddhi gataha that is how he explains and then he says this buddhi gataha identifies itself with the stula sukshma and karana sharira and becomes a karta because when the body performs when the senses function once it identifies with them then it becomes a performer it becomes a doer so it becomes a karta and once it becomes a karta then based on the karma which it does naturally it has to enjoy also then it becomes bhokta this karta bhokta is what is called as samsara samsare why do we say karta bhokta is samsara once you perform actions then you have to remain to re- to receive the results of it so you have to remain means what you have to take an appropriate embodiment to experience the results of those actions and taking appropriate embodiments also means taking the right abodes where the enjoyments are possible and therefore one transmigrates in the lokadvaya what is lokadvaya lokadvaya is here and the hereafter so this way the karta bhokta was brought to our attention now after that shankaracharya ji says look here you have a notional self and then you have the true self now we are taking the notional self to be the actual self whereas the true self is free of all these problems of karta bhokta and samsara and therefore since these two selves are there in order to save ourselves from the samsara all that we have to know is that we are not this false self but we are the true self now when two things appear in the same way as self when two things are looking similar if we want to understand them in their true nature what we have to do is we have to differentiate them and how do we differentiate them to differentiate them he says let's study let's see for ourselves how the self and the false self are appearing in our experiences our experiences are threefold waking dream and deep sleep now he says first you will find this false self active in two states waking and dream state you will find it masquerading as the self you will find it there but when you go to deep sleep you will find this false self is not there in deep sleep what happens in deep sleep the buddhi is not there the reflecting medium is not there and when the reflecting medium is not there the reflected self also cannot be there and this reflected self is what you are taking today as i you see this i is not there in deep sleep this i is not there but you are there which means what this reflected self cannot be you because you exist even when the reflected self even when the false self is absent in deep sleep you will find this pure self this bodha even though bodha bhasa is gone because buddhi is gone you will find this bodha still available illumining the agnana the karana sharira of the deep sleep and therefore please understand your nature cannot be bodha bhasa but you should be only bodha the pure consciousness now one may wonder that this bodha pure consciousness is only experienced in deep sleep that also cannot be the see self is that which is always because we are always there what is not there always cannot be the self in deep sleep we have shown the reflected consciousness is not there but still i am there therefore reflected consciousness is not the self but suppose if one were to say that the pure self is experienced and is there only in deep sleep and not in the waking and the dream what would happen the pure self also cannot be the actual self because self is that which is there always 
because that is the experience I have of myself being always. Am I communicating? And therefore, he now brings the brings to our attention, you do experience the pure self even in the waking state. Now that is verse number 5. That's where we are now. Hmm? Let's go to verse 5. Jagare pidiyas tushnim Bhava shuddhena bhasyate Divya parasya tad bhasya Tad bhasya Chida bhasena samyuta Jagare So how do you experience, how do you become aware of the pure consciousness, bodha? How do you do that? In waking state. He says, Jagare api. Also in Jagara. Also in Jagara. Also in Jagradavastha. The waking state. Why also? Because in deep sleep we are able to experience the Shuddha Bodha. Hmm? We are able to experience the Shuddha Bodha because it is the illuminator of Ajnana. And therefore we are able to cognize that pure consciousness in deep sleep. In deep sleep state. But what about the waking state? Jagare api, even in waking state, you will be able to experience this pure consciousness. For sure. When? Diyaha tushtim bhavaha shuddena bhasyate. Diyaha. Diyaha of the buddhi. Of the buddhi, of the antakkarana. Of the antakkarana, tushtim bhavaha. Tushnim Bhavaha is when it is still. In the waking state also, whenever the mind and intellect become still. What do you mean whenever the mind and intellect become still? Whenever the mind and the intellect becomes free of vritti. In deep sleep what happens? The antakkarana goes to laya in the karana sharira. That is a different kind of stillness. Tamo vibhuta sukarupa methi. That is a different time. Now, in the waking state also, there is a possibility, and many times we do experience, it's not always that we are continuously restless and agitated. In the waking state also, so many times, we just become still. We just become still. The mind and intellect become still. Mind and intellect becomes free of vrittis. When sattva becomes more, when tamas in deep sleep Antakkarana goes to Laya and Ajnana alone is there. Then also you experience the Shuddha Bodha. So also in the waking state. But not Antakkarana has gone to Laya. Antakkarana becomes Nirvrittika, free of thoughts. One happens because of Tamas, another happens because of Sattva. In one, Antakkarana goes to Laya. Laya, it merges. In another, Antakkarana becomes free of vrittis. At that time too, Tushnim Bhavaha. At that time, that state of free Nirvrittika Antakkarana. That state of stillness of the Antakkarana. Earlier, that state of absence of Antakkarana. Now, the state of stillness of Antakkarana. That is different, is it not? In deep sleep, the state of absence of antakkarana, where antakkarana is merged into ajnana. In waking state, not the absence of antakkarana, but the absence of antakkarana vritti. The antakkarana has become nirvrittika tushnim bhava. When sattva udreka is there, when sattva is more, then what happens? That state, 
shuddhena bhasyate. So in waking state also, you can experience that presence of the pure consciousness, that sakshi, that shuddha bodha, that avabhasakaha, that time also you can experience that. Do you experience? Shankaracharya is asking us. Do you experience? When the mind becomes still, do you experience that pure eye? Without any kind of, along with it something? Do you experience that? That is you. Jagare api diyaha tushnim bhavaha shuddhena bhasyate. Shuddhena bhasyate, this avikari chaitanyena bhasyate. This kutasthena bhasyate. Sakshina bhasyate. So here also you can experience yourself in your pure state. Alright, that is okay when the D becomes quiet without free of vrittis. But what when the vrittis are there, how do I experience this consciousness? See, self has to be everywhere to be the self. How do I experience that? He says, Divyaparasya, when the di, buddhi, when antakkarana has got its vyapara. Vyapara, when it transacts. When it transacts means what? When it has vrittis. Antakarana transacts through vrittis. A still antakarana has no transaction. But when the antakarana has got vrittis, it, trans it transacts with the world. I see you, that's a vritti. I see this, that is a vritti. I am observant of the space here, that is a vritti. Gata patadi. Vishaya jnana happens, that is, that is a vritti, that is a vyapara. At that time what happens? The vyaparascha, all these vrittis. Because when the vritti arises, the consciousness gets reflected in the vritti, is it not? Therefore, Chidabhasena samyutaha. When the vrittis are there, naturally the vritti becomes imbued with that chidabhasa, reflection of consciousness. Without vrittis, no reflection of consciousness in the vrittis, because vritti is not there. But when the vritti arises, chidabhasena samyutaha. All the chitta vrittis are imbued with that consciousness. Which consciousness? Reflected consciousness. Chidabhasen samyutaha. And that vritti, which, is, which has got that chidabhasa, that tadbhasyaha. Tadbhasyaha, they are illuminated by that pure consciousness. That's what happens in waking state when vrittis are there. When vrittis are not there, pure consciousness illumines, pure consciousness per se illumines absence of all vrittis. But when vrittis are there, then what happens? The vrittis, because they are reflecting medium for the consciousness, that vrittis are there, that vrittis are already imbued with that reflected consciousness, because vrittis become the reflecting medium for consciousness. But then what happens to the pure consciousness? The pure consciousness illumines those thoughts which have got that reflected consciousness. The pure consciousness illumines those thoughts which have got that reflected consciousness. And that is how kindly So now you have two consciousness kind of, is it not? Pure consciousness, reflected consciousness, andatvrittis. And therefore the experience at that time is of this nature. See, pure consciousness illumines. Reflected consciousness also because it is consciousness, it has also got the power of knowledge. And therefore, what is the experience when vrittis are there? When vrittis are there, that reflected consciousness, because it illumines the vrittis, and that reflected consciousness is jiva. Yes, buddhigata, chidabhasa. And therefore, reflected consciousness knows the vrittis. And therefore, you, you have the experience, I know. 
But remember, pure consciousness also is there. And therefore, what is experience? I know that I know. Vritti is there. On Vritti is the reflected consciousness. Reflected consciousness has the power to know. It is Jiva. Aham Janami. Jiva Anubhava. Therefore, Vritti comes. Let us say, I know you. Is it not? So, I know you. So, I know you is now the experience because Chidabhasa is there. When Vritti is not there, I will not have the experience, I know you. When Vritti comes, Vyavahara is there. Therefore, what is the experience? I know you. That is Chidabhasa telling the object, I know the object. Chidabhasa knows the object, therefore I know you. But Chit is also there. And that is how we all have this experience. I know that I know. One is the, if you want to say, one is a capital I. Another is a small I. So I know that I know. And suppose you scold me. This I which knows will feel unhappy. But even then, I know that I am unhappy. So one I becomes unhappy. Another I knows that I am unhappy. But suppose you praise me. Then what will happen? I becomes happy. But what about that I? I know I am happy. But when vrittis are not there, I am. And because I am of the nature of awareness, I am aware. The no vrittis. Do you see this? How nicely he builds the thought and helps us comprehend the pure consciousness. Divyaparascha chidabhasena samyutaha tadbhasyaha What is tatyar? Shuddha Chaitanya. The divyapara, divrittis, chidabhasena samyuta, which is associated with reflection of consciousness, meaning jiva. And that's how I know the vritti is there. But then that vritti, which is associated with the jiva, therefore I know that whole experience is what? Tadbhasyaha. Tadbhasyaha, chidbhasyaha, bodhabhasyaha. One is the experience of bodhabhasa, Another is experience of bodha, shuddha bodha. Bodha basa says, I know. And what is the experience of shuddha bodha? I know that I know. Alright. But vritti is also no. Vritti is also no means what? Vritti also takes the form of the object. You see, knowledge is such a ripple effect. Knowledge is such a pervasive experience. Vritti is also no. I know. I know that I know. That Vritti thought also says no. Thought also knows. What is that? Now that he explains in the next verse. Okay, let us read this. Vahni taptam jalam tapa Yuptam dehasya tapakam Chidbhasya dhistada basa Yuktanyam basa yetata Vahni taptam Gives an example to, to help us understand. 
first example he provides sometimes what happens first the thought is given then example is given now sometimes example first thought next now first example huh? therefore first pay attention to example he says first you comprehend the example you will be able to understand the idea easily what is the example vahni taptam jalam yata vahni taptam jalam just as the water which is heated by fire so fire is there fire heats the water vahni taptam jalam then what happens to that jalam tapayuktam tapayuktam it becomes hot water is not hot that is not the nature of water water is not hot by nature it is not hot but because of its association with fire what happens to the water water becomes hot okay all right then what happens that water which is hot which is not essentially hot but which has become hot dehasya tapakam it dehasya tapakam suppose you touch that water or the water falls on you what happens to your your body say scalding na there's a word in english called scalding it scalds the body it burns the body actually water is not supposed to do that but because water when it is heated by fire gets the property of that gets a property gets a property doesn't mean it gets all the property fire is effulgent fire also is hot it doesn't get all the property water doesn't become effulgent like fire fire takes one property and then what happens because that property is now with the water fire's property is water then it does something what the fire does something what the fire does what is that it it burns the it scalds the body we can't say burns the body that's not so nice it scalds the body is it not if this is clear now watch shankaracharya says chit bhasya dihi the di which is not chit it is not supposed to know water is not supposed to burn same way chit bhasya dihi the di the buddhi which is illumined by chit then what happens tad basa yukta now let us how the water gets that heat in the same way the buddhi now gets that tad basa yukta tad basa chit basa yukta now it has got that illumining nature illumining nature tad bhasa yukta endowed with that then what happens anyam bhasayet tata anyam bhasayet rupadi vishayam bhasayet shabda sparsha rupa rasagandham bhasayet actually it is inherently incapable of doing this illumination water is inherently different from fire but being associated what happens to the water the water gets the capacity to also burn in the same way the di the buddhi when it is imbued with that reflected consciousness because it is now touched by that consciousness that consciousness changes the property of the inert jada buddhi and the inert jada buddhi gets the ability to also illumine and getting that property now which is not inherent to it which is not natural to it but borrowing it from that consciousness tad bhasa tad bhasa yukta di bhasa yukta you see dirga because it goes with di 
then what happens anyam basayet it illumines anyam anyam means what it illumines the rupadi vishaya tatha tatha means in the same manner in the same manner as the example we saw of fire and water in the same manner just as how the water can scald not naturally but being imbued with that heat in the same way the d is now able to illumine the objects okay now what has happened now i know the thoughts which are imbued with that jiva that chidabasa now those thoughts which are imbued with that chidabasa now do the next knowing they know the objects and that is how we have the experience i know that i know the thoughts knowing you so so much is there a top level with respect to consciousness nirvikara i know then comes one more i know that i belongs to i know now let me construct the sentence i know i i know that i know the thoughts please see i know is just telling our experience only i know that i know the thoughts knowing object this much has happened is this clear i know pure god chit that i is chit bodha next i know that i know that i is bodha bhasa chida bhasa what do i know i know the thoughts antakarana vritti and what are the thoughts doing thoughts are knowing the objects so i know that i know the thought knowing the objects how do how does thought know the object thought is jada what do you mean how does it know ha because thoughts are imbued with reflected consciousness when consciousness touches illumines the thoughts thoughts become capable of knowing just as how the fire becomes capable of scalding when it is associated with fire all this is talking of experience it's not some kind of intellectual jugglery ha huh? it is your experience is putting in words okay so vahni taptam jalam tapayuktam dehasya tapakam yata vahni taptam jalam tapayuktam dehasya tapakam bhavati tatha in the same manner chidabhas chidbhasya dihi chidbhasayukta anyam bhasayet it illumines other object and then what happens now what does conscious do consciousness do in all these things look consciousness illumines everything now it doesn't stop with buddhi illumining the objects there are some other things happening also see thought illumines the object but there are certain other things which go along with illumining the objects what is that because this buddhi is also influenced by by its samskaras vasanas and therefore our experience if you look at it it is not just i know that i know the thought knowing objects but we have the experience of what it's a likable object it is a dislikable object so this is life is it not life is not just i know that i know that thoughts know you no life is what i know that i know that my thought knows this such a sweet swami ji and if i don't like somebody my experience is i know that i know my thoughts knowing that terrible fellow 
this is life so how do the sweetness and this terribleness come that he brings now let us see hmm? so very very nice experience experiential moment of thought you have here let's read rupado guna doshaadi विकल्पा बुद्धि घा क्रिया ता क्रिया विषय साधम भाषयती चितिर्मता रूप rupadau rupadau in the objects of knowledge of the vrittis rupadau vritti is knowing rupadi is it not so rupa rasa gandha shabda sparsha rupa rasa gandha in them in them means what in those objects of thoughts thoughts know the object how are thoughts knowing the object because they have been touched by that consciousness illumined by the consciousness and illumined by consciousness thoughts get the capacity to know what are they knowing they are knowing rupadi rupadi the objects shabda sparsha rupa rasagandha all right rupadau in those objects in those objects guna doshaadi vikalpa you will find the buddhi is having some cognitions of guna and dosha guna doshaadi so guna is goodness dosha is badness one may say it's good it's not good it's pleasant it's unpleasant samichinam asamichinam and what is adi udasinata it's okay there is another bhava is there the ragas is all bhava dvesha also is bhava and it's okay is is okay person you know is neither my neither i like him nor hate him that is also there it's not always that we are in love one hate modes we are also it's okay do you like it it's okay do you want tea or coffee coffee but coffee it will take some time you have tea yeah please give do you like tea it's okay <laughs> that is also there our experience so he says rupadau in all the objects that the vrittis come to know vrittis cognize guna doshaadi vikalpa guna doshaadi vikalpa so guna dosha and vikalpa vikalpa is what the kalpanam the imaginations actually object is neither likable nor dislikable nor it has got object is object but there are certain imaginations which we color the objects with so those imaginations guna doshaadi vikalpa that we experience is it not where is it coming from buddhi gaha kriya they are all what is done by the buddhi buddhi gaha kriya these are all meaning buddhiga kriya means what this is not there actually in the pure consciousness it is not even there in the reflected consciousness actually where are they they are they there are they are there only at the realm of the of the vrittis and how are they coming they are all coming because of the function and the action of the buddhi buddhi of the thoughts themselves the thoughts themselves are causing these kind of superimpositions on the objects which they are perceiving of course we know what causes these kind of superimpositions our own samskaras so the buddhi under the sway of samskaras have these kind of notions about the objects that they are perceiving 
and then we know what happens to our life we divide the world into three compartments like dislike okay and then whole life is in this in this circle so throughout the buddhi tells let's go to meet those people or let's go and and have the experience of those objects let's go away from this so this is how we are swami ji gurudev swami chinmayananda used to say very interesting used to say the first time when i heard it then i was wow that was very wonderful I, you know he said just open your door and look outside you'll find people going this side people going this side do you know where they're going they have got only two aims get away from what you don't what they don't like and go towards what they like that's all anything else is there that's how swami ji used to say that's how life is so i know that i know that the thought knows the object and thought does not just know the object thought knows the object and says that's nice that's terrible that's okay these are all where are they coming from not from chit not from chidabasa not from the object but these are things which the buddhi is imagining buddhi gaha kriya but what is this you are telling all these things you said that we have to differentiate the chit from the you know the bodha from the bodha basa that's what i am trying to tell you now he says what taha kriya vishayaihi sardham bhasayanti chitihi mataha now watch he says chitihi mataha chiti chiti consciousness the bodha shuddha bodha the shuddha bodha the consciousness is understood please experience this for yourself he says is is understood is experienced matha has how the shuddha bodha is experienced in all these things how taha kriyaha which kriya that it is good not good it's so so taha kriya vishayaihi sardham along with the objects so objects are captured by the vrittis and the vritti and the vrittis color the objects with likes and dislikes so the object covered with likes and dislikes taha kriya and the vrittis are knowing the objects so the objects along with the objects taha kriya raga dvesha etc vishayaihi sardam along with the rupa etc shabda sparsha rupa rasagandha which the vrittis are cognizing chitihi chitihi the consciousness the shuddha bodha basayanti basayanti is present participle basayanti present participle means what it is illumining it continues to illumine this is how you experience your shuddha bodha now this is how you are experiencing your true nature now how am i experiencing my true nature i am experiencing my true nature as i am illumining all the objects which are cognized by the thoughts and i am illumining the objects that are cognized with the thoughts along with what the thoughts have projected on the objects likes dislikes etc this is how i experience my shuddha bodha meaning i illumining this means what that ragadvesha is not part of me what i illumine i am not is it not and therefore the ragadveshas which are projected by the buddhi on the objects is only at a different level and since the ragadveshas are at a different level and i only illumine the ragadveshas i am not a ragi nor a dvesh i am not neither a ragin nor a dveshi so just because 
I like you does not mean I am a person with likes. Just because I dislike an object, it doesn't mean that dislike is part of my nature. Likes, dislikes, all are projected by the thoughts on the objects. I did not project it. Consciousness did not project it. Therefore, I am nirvikara chiti. I am the untouched consciousness. I am pure consciousness. I am Shuddha Bodha. So whatever happens at the realm of the reflected is not touching the whatever is happening at the level of the illumined is not touching the illuminator that I am. I am that pure consciousness and that is how I experience myself even when this whole tamasha, even when the whole game, even when the whole experience of life's likes and dislikes and the resultant ups and downs are happening. When what I like comes to me, I am up. When what I dislike comes to me, I am down. All these things, Shuddha Bodha only illumines. And I am that Shuddha Bodha illumining. So even in the midst of all the Vyavahara, please know yourself this way. Ragadveshas at the level of thoughts, colored on the objects. Thoughts capturing the objects. Ragadveshas coloring the objects thereafter. Consciousness, reflected consciousness is observing those thoughts. And reflected consciousness being at the level of the buddhi gets affected by this. Because it is a level of the buddhi. That is jiva. The karta, the bhokta. So who is bhokta there? The reflected consciousness becomes the bhokta. Bhokta of what? Bhokta of the superimpositions of the thoughts on the objects. It becomes the bhokta. Who am I? I am the Shuddha Bodha. Illumining the bhokta which is connected with the buddhi. Which buddhi is perceiving the objects? Which buddhi is coloring the objects with ragadvesha? But all those things are happening perfectly okay. The bhokta is suffering perfectly okay. But the point is what? I am the one which is illumining all these. Nothing has happened to me in the midst of all these ups and downs which are caused by the buddhi. Nahyasya vidya manaso tirikta Manohya Vidya Bhavabandahetuhu The whole thing is there in the mind only. I am just the pure consciousness illumining all these things which are happening. Please see yourself that way. Alright? Now, going to the next verse... Once you have distinctly seen yourself as a Shuddha Bodha, let us read the verse, then we will. Rupacha guna dosha bhyam Vivikta kevala chitihi Saivanu vartate rupa Rasadinam vikalpane Rupachaguna doshabhya Rasadinam vikalpane Each and every vikalpa, each and every cognition 
you will find the presence of consciousness if you are able to thus understand the consciousness if you don't pay attention to the consciousness you will not see the consciousness but first what you do you differentiate this pure consciousness from everything do that first and then you will see the overarching presence of consciousness in every thought that's what he says now rupaccha rupaccha shabda sparsha rupa rasa gandha these are the vishayas nothing more than this is vishaya suvai oli there is a beautiful tamil tirukural suvai oli ooru osai natram ivai aindin vagai therivan katte ulagu those who know tamil what is world world is nothing this shabda sparsha roopa rasagandha this is all world nothing more than this is the world so all this objects of perception and their combinations say you i take this now there is sparsha there is roopa now there is a rasa no some of them gandha may be there may not be there of course this water has a sweet fragrance so the object which is there rupaccha rupat panchami rupaccha guna dosha bhyam so rupa the world of object is there and on the world of objects the buddhi has colored guna and dosha likes and dislikes from all these things vivikta kevala chitihi if you are able to differentiate that pure consciousness from all these why you are why he is saying if you are able to differentiate usually our mind is there in that object and the ragadvesha very rarely we are able to take our mind out of it so with a with with a very alert awareness if you can see this pure consciousness distinct from all these humdrum of life distinct from these engrossing things of the mind distinct from all these routine things nothing more is there shabda sparsha roopa rasagandha guna dosha that's all is there what more is there nothing more is there more than this shabda sparsha roopa rasagandha coated with guna dosha this much is what is what is called as life but this is not actual life if you can differentiate the kevala chiti kevala chiti that untouched consciousness that shuddha bodha if you can do that are you doing that shankaracharya is saying are you doing that this pure consciousness you are observing you watch now saeva anuvartate rupa rasadinam vikalpane saeva anuvartate means what that only comes as a single thread without change everything else changes that's why that is atma you saeva anuvartate saeva anuvartate kevala chitihi eva anuvartate anuvartate means what now shabda experience is there goes rasa experience comes goes rupa experience comes goes etc i see this then afterwards i see this then afterwards i look there then afterwards i hear some sound changes change 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 changes one everything changes one by one it keeps on changing but then what anuvartate what anuvartate means what keeps continuing without a break anuchitti dharma as upanishad says what is that saeva anuvartate only that comes nothing else comes ragadvesha changes dvesha comes guna dosha udasina everything changes keeps on changing saeva anuvartate rupa rasadinam vikalpane in the various cognitions of rupa rasa gandha shabda sparsha roopa rasagandha vikalpane vikalpane in the cognitions in the cognitions of shabda sparsha roopa rasagandha along with their painting of guna dosha and udasina they keep changing what comes 
what travels continuously without a change saeva saeva you alone that shuddha bodha alone okay this is how you see yourself this is me not the scene now you please see i know i think that's okay why unnecessarily we should see all those things this is clear then that should be fine no samji what you want to say please tell at least that okay i know that i know the thought knowing that terrible fellow okay now because of that there is one eye which gets disturbed which is that eye the second eye the small eye our gurudev used to say like this to in order to explain he would say the big guy the small eye the big guy is shuddha bodha the small eye is that chidabasa that gets disturbed disturbed why terrible fellow the thought is seeing and this chidabasa is in the thought and being the thought affected by the thought he become disturbed because thought is disturbed when the when the water is 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 what you call not heated water example when the water is shaking then the reflection which is in the water what happens to that that is also shaking okay now next next thought changes i know that i know actually that i know and that second i know becomes i it's affected knowership i know that i know and i and i am very happy that now such a lovely person has come to meet me now joy the mind mind it was like this because of seeing the other fellow now it has become calm then what happens to the chidabasa the bodhabasa the bodhabasa is very happy affected no worship vikara savikara gnatritvam but in and through both these experience what has not changed the first i know has not changed and that i know is actually therefore since in order to tell that it is not affected knower in in english we change the word we say i illumine see now it will be much better i illumine that i know that the thought is experiencing cognizing that very happy object that very happy that object which gives me lot of happiness and then the object which gives me lot of sadness but in and through what anuvartate i illumine anuvartate everything else changes even the chidabasa changes bodhabasa changes why it gets affected therefore it is changing but what has not changed the fact of i illumine has not changed saeva anuvartate that is me very 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 experiential teaching beauty of lagu vakya vritti moment to moment he will help us see ourselves that's a beauty saeva anuvartate saeva that avadharana is given that alone know that to be yourself okay we'll stop here we'll continue in the next session i think next session i may require extra 15 minutes huh? next session is evening 7 to 8 pm evening today evening 7 to 8 pm here only we will have we conclude
ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದೂರ್ಣಮುದ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯೂರ್ಣಮಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು